the Showering Pope presents Observation, 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 Episode 2. So just a bit of information about how I got to name the Showering Pope. A lot of people ask me this and I probably should have uh, probably done this, um, talked about this in Episode 1, but kind of forgot. <laughs> so people look at me and think where, where did the showering pope come from like you're not a pope you probably shower but you're definitely not a pope well the idea came about when um, back in the day of the Xbox 360 it just released and I needed a profile name and I don't know everyone was just putting very um, obvious like their name with a number or I don't know their nickname it just seemed boring I noticed this little feature on Xbox and it was just a random name. Oh, okay. Let's see what it see what it brings out for me. So I did it. Raining Lemon. No, I don't want to be related to Keith. Didn't like that name. Just no like Again I as I'll discuss later on I don't like far fetched things. Never gonna rain lemons. So no, press the regenerate button again. Sharon Pope. Thought that's different. You know, it's, it's, it isn't far fetched. You know, I assume popes do shower frequently. So I went with it. You know, thought yeah, right, that's my name. I'm the Sharon Pope, and it's just sort of stuck. I get. <laughs> When I played games online, like I, I played FIFA, I don't know what it was at the time, FIFA 11 or something. And um, I got quite good at it, and, and you know, on the online matches, um, people would be ranting, Who's this Pope? Who's this Pope? It just sounded really funny. So um, that's how it stuck, and you know, I think it's quite cool. Some people might might disagree, but um, again, let me know if you've got any. Um, if you've come across any strange names, if you've got a strange nickname and where it heralds from, let me know. Get involved. I've um, been doing a lot of thinking recently. And um, I've noticed uh, strange thoughts come into my head. And uh, it's this this certain subject is something I've always wondered about. Um, with my mum being from the Philippines and my dad being English. Um, well, not so much with my dad being English, because I know <laughs> how this sort of um, thought, what I'm trying to think about, I know how the English side works, because I'm, I'm English. Um, I've always wondered that if you're foreign, and English isn't your first language, and you're in England, and predominantly you speak English to, to get about, what do your thoughts appear in? So same for example with my mum, she's from the Philippines and they've got their own language called uh, Tagalog. Um, I often think and wonder, does she think in her home language and then translate it into English and then speak? Or does she think in English? Or does it, does it, um, depend on who she's talking to so if she's talking to another English person she will speak in English and think in English and if she's talking to another Filipino she'll speak 
in Filipino and thinking Filipino? I, I don't know. I kind of asked my mum the question and said to her, Look, you know, if you're talking to me, how do your thoughts appear? You know, if they're appearing in Filipino and you're having to translate it into the English equivalent, your, your brain's working overdrive. And I, I speak a little bit Spanish and I went to Spain a couple of years ago and my Spanish is, you know, I can get by, I've got phrases and, and so forth. But then I, you know, I thought in English and then I had to think what the Spanish translation or the equivalent of Spanish would be. So I'm kind of guessing that people will think in their native language and then translate and put it across and say the words obviously in, in the language they're attempting to speak. I, I just got a bit confused. You know, is it is it just me or are other people, do other people do the same? Does it become easier if you're fluent in that language? As I said, I'm not fluent in Spanish, but if I was fluent in Spanish, would I then be thinking in Spanish and not having to think about the words in English? Really confusing. I would like to get your people's thoughts, really. You know, anyone who is, you know, foreign, um, predominantly... English isn't their first language, but they may have only just come to this country and, um, you know, learn to communicate. Do you speak in, do you think in your, you know, native language, translate and then speak in English? Or does it just, your thoughts come to you in English? And also, if you've been in this country for a while, um, I'd like to know that if the process gets easier, if indeed you did think in your native language, translate and then spoke in English, now after say 5, 10, 15 years of being in the country are you now finding that you're just automatically thinking in English and your your native language kind of doesn't really matter well it does matter but it's not in the process now I know a lot of you will be thinking that well if, if your mum's from another country and she uh, you know this this thoughts that's coming to your head obviously you can just ask your mum well I tried to and I got a blank look she looked at me well, what are you talking about I'm not even going to answer that that's a stupid question well, thanks is it really that much of a stupid question because I don't know the answer I've not had to experience it really apart from going to Spain you know I would like to know what the general consensus is um so really want to get you guys involved like let me know um for people on twitter i am on twitter you can tweet me at showering pope um i'd like to know your you know your thoughts and kind of what happens be interesting all right so kind of another thing that confuses me is little sayings and i'll, I'll probably be picking out little sayings um, from time to time as and when I think one is a little bit absurd and doesn't really make sense and the one I've picked um, today is why do people use the phrase the circle of life now I've, I was talking to a lot of friends about this and they seem to agree with me 
why why do we refer to it as a circle of life the circle kind of to me and I like to think this way so I, I you know not to be morbid or anything but I like to think that um, you know there is another life after this one you know whether you regenerate or you know I don't know but that's how I like to think I, I like to think that you know when we're finished on this this sort of planet and this life that it's not the end but obviously there's no evidence of this and I, I just don't understand where the circle of life phrase has come from it's a little bit pointless if anything it's more of a line um, from you know th thinking about things logically say we do die and you know that's it that's just a black hole it's not a circle at all is it it's a straight line straight line going down the middle I, I know people will say that circle of life will say well it's about you being born you producing a child and so forth but that's not a circle for you is it in your life all it is all, you know what people some people believe is that it's a line you're born you die it just confuses me so the new Star Wars film has just been released I personally haven't seen it. I'm personally not a fan of Star Wars. I just don't like... I don't know, I've never got into it. It just seems a bit too far-fetched for me. You know, things that aren't, you know, possible. It just, it just seems a bit too far-fetched. And that's probably why I don't watch a lot of films. You know, I like to think that... You know, my imagination's quite vivid. But... I don't know, just things with aliens and so forth. I just don't, just don't like. It's just, it's obviously not going to happen. So, why are we making things up about it? I'd much, you know, rather watch David Attenborough. You know, The Hunt is something I've been watching recently. It's really good. You know, you learn things about things that are current, things that are there, and you know, things that um, matter. You know, every living organism has a purpose. So that's that's what interests me. But things like Star Wars, um, I just don't get. I just don't get it. You know, I, I do like TV series and, you know, a couple of my favourites, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, how good is that? Um, you know, something not very far-fetched, you know, these things happen. I'd much rather be... Um, in a surrounding of Breaking Bad than I would be in Star Wars because at least in Breaking Bad you know you can't know what you can do whereas in Star Wars bit of a bit of a guess you know Starship Enterprise and all that even if that is Star Wars I might be getting that mixed up so you know I just don't I can't relate to things I tried watching The Walking Dead and to be fair I've got got you know through about four seasons and it got a bit boring but again they're they're things zombies they're not going to that's not going to happen just a ridiculous idea and how people can think it's you know such a good show and well it's not well it might be but do something a bit more realistic you know you're not going to get zombies come out the ground and attack you and things it's just 
just a ridiculous concept. Obviously, it's, it's I can understand it's good entertainment, but just just not for me. But saying that, one film I did watch and I, I did quite like it is Ted and Ted Two was released this year. Now Ted Two obviously isn't as good, in my opinion, as the original Ted. Sequels are very hard to find it, and it, I kind of contradicted myself because it's all about if you haven't seen it, it's about the talking teddy bear, and. Um, you know, obviously that's never going to happen, so... But, you know, it's the comical elements that... Obviously every little child has um, a vivid in- imagination and they all like... Well, I did. I might be a little bit of a wrong in here, but I you know, spoke to my teddy bears when I was a kid. So... But... It's never, it's never going to happen. Is it really? So, maybe I'm a bit of a... You know, contradicting myself a little bit, but generally, you know, a lot of this stuff on TV is just far-fetched, which is why I don't watch a lot of TV. You know, I do, I do watch things like Batman. I do like Batman. I must admit, Gotham is a series that I can, I like watching. But again, that's that's not as far-fetched as Star Wars, is it? It's just a man dressed in a cape with some gadgets. Don't go around flying, flying, Superman. Do one. You're just not real. You can never be real. It's ridiculous. I, I like more realistic things. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Um, I would like to know. You know, did you watch the latest Star Wars? If you haven't, are you going to watch it? Do you like those sort of things? Do you like the vivid imagination, the Harry Potter's, the um, Star Wars is a Star Treks, or are you more like me where you just watch factual documentaries? Things that aren't so far-fetched. Let me know. Uh, again, tweet me at Sharon Pope. So a regular thing that we'll be um, talking about in the pub with my mates is obviously we're just, most of us are leaving our 20s and getting into you know the responsible 30 territory where you kind of try to sort out your life but we're not so um we talk about games games are one thing that we like to do um and there's always the great debate well i don't know if it is quite a great debate but it's a great debate among amongst us is to go for playstation 4 or the xbox one i um i've, I've played both my last kind of job was um, within a games distribution firm, and there we got to test out, you know, the games, new games, review them, um, and um, I, I've played both consoles. Enjoy, enjoy both. Um, I started off with a PS4 about two years ago. Um, I then got sold that I have a tender doing this you'll find out I I sold PlayStation 4 um, and got the Xbox One predominantly because Forza Motorsport was on there and Forza wow I think at the time it was Forza 5 what a game what a game Um, and obviously that's an Xbox One exclusive so I went and got the Xbox and I, I enjoyed the Xbox I think the Xbox offer you know, a good multimedia platform, and 
you know, um, I just played fours of fours of five. I think I racked up about four hundred hours. I, I was ridiculous on it. Um, and another good thing I noticed about the Xbox was the games for gold. Brilliant, brilliant idea. You know, saving money. Well, yeah, saving money. You, you know, you got half decent titles. I think the best title that I got on games for gold was um, Rayman Legends. What a game that was! Rayman the whole kind of a series is 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 amazing. But then I kind of got bored of playing so much fours, and I wanted a bit more variety and. The one gripe I've got with the Xbox is probably the, the user interface. The user interface is a little bit busy. I'm, I'm not sure what it's like now. It's been about a year since I've had an Xbox, so they might have, you know, done updates. But it's a bit like a Windows phone where you've got all these blocks everywhere, and it's just busy. And I didn't particularly, didn't particularly like it. I like simple. I'm a bit simple. Um, so I went back to the PS4, and that's what I've got at the moment. And the PS4, you know, it's, it's a different machine to the Xbox in the sense that it's more honed in on gaming. It hasn't got all these thousands of apps or hundreds of apps that Microsoft have got on there on the PlayStation. It's just simple. It's nice, simple layout. Um, I, I must admit, I'm not a fan of the controller. Still trying to get used to that. The controller on the Xbox is a lot better. And PlayStation, they they used to be a free platform um, for online, and especially on the um, PlayStation Three, that was free. And now they charge ten pounds uh, a month, or I don't know how much it is. I think it's about forty pounds a year, um, which obviously isn't ten pounds a month, but it wasn't very good at maths. Um, but what you get against the PlayStation to the Xbox in the way of content for free games then the, the Xbox wins hands down what you've got oh, I can't remember what I, I I don't think I've actually downloaded the game on the PlayStation PS Now or whatever it is the equivalent to the games with gold I just the titles are pants really shit I don't even bother with it it's just crap um, I mean for me the PlayStation does the job um, to be honest there's not a lot of PlayStation um, exclusives that I go for you know I've not really played an exclusive game to a console since the since Forza I do, I do miss Forza I was thinking about trading in my PlayStation in games for, for Forza and uh, Forza 6 is out I've not played it and if you have played Forza 6 let me know um, I'd just like to know what other people have gone for obviously gaming is a massive massive business and a lot of people partake in gaming let me know um, Playstation 4 or Xbox One again tweet tweet me I like the Twitter Twitter's good that's Sharon Pope now I, I think about this a lot um, when I look around I'll be walking down the street and cars pass me by and I'll see I like to check out the registration numbers you know, has that person got a new car, an old car 
and I, I've, I've literally found myself I don't know if this happens to everyone but do you find yourself thinking you're stuck in like a particular year thinking that's not that far away and then you realise oh shit it's like 20 years ago I, I've literally been doing this a lot like um, I'll be watching Sky Sports and they've got a show called the Premier League Years and that, where they just go through the archives and bring up the best bits of a particular season and this morning I was watching I think it was 1998-99 season with with players like Burkamp, Henri, Giggs, Scholes you know in Schmeichel in their height of, um, of their careers and you know the golden years and I thought, oh, that's only a, that was only a few years ago. 1998, 99. How many? 16 years. And I thought, shit. Really is a long time ago. You know, a lot happens in 16 years. I, I do it with the same as cars. As I, was, I, was, I went off on a tangent. I do it the same as cars. I look at cars and I think, you know, oh, 2002, O2 play. That's not. You know, that's, that's relatively new. No, it's 14 years. I found I think I'm kind of stuck in a time frame where I'm in kind of like the 2000 to 2004 era where everything appeared to be good I, am I the only one who thinks this you know is there a year that you think wasn't so far away but then when you think about it it's a shock like shit where did that time go and when you actually think back like and oh, I thought back to 2000 and let's say 2002 you know, I was, how old was I in 2002? I was 18, so I just left school. Failed my A-levels, and you think, in that time, what actually have you done? For me, it's, it's fuck all. I, I haven't achieved anything. And it's just scary that, you know, you think things are only five minutes ago, but are actually a long time ago. I'd like to know if I'm the only one who thinks that. Um, again, please tweet me. I, I will mention the um, my Twitter name profile. Well, what is what is the Twitter thing? Tweet me at. I think it's the one that's most commonly used. Tweet me at um, at Sharon Pope. Just let me know. Right, so there we go. That's the end of episode two. Thank you for listening. Wow, you've been. If you listen this far, you've been attentive. I'm sorry if I rambled on, but uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it. Now, looking forward to episode three. Um, I'm a big football fan, and the Premier League season this year has been, you know, very unpredictable, really confusing because, uh, you know, things are kind of happening around there that you don't really expect it to. So um, I'll be discussing that and hopefully I'll be joined with a friend of mine who's a big Chelsea fan. <laughs> so we're going to have his opinions on just the Premier League as a whole. I'm a Villa fan so I can't really laugh at the fact that he's a Chelsea fan. But um, we will be looking at you know, kind of how our teams can improve and there's a lot of talking points, um, particularly for both teams. But we'll, we'll do a bit of a profile of every team, how we think they've achieved how they are and where we think they will finish in the season um, 
So that's going to be episode 3 of Football Special. Hope you look forward to it. Again, I'll repeat my uh, tweet me at Sharon Pope. Get involved. It'd be nice to hear your thoughts on what we discuss. And um, on Facebook as well, give me a like. Facebook page, The Showering Pope. The Showering Pope. It's different from my Twitter. Twitter wouldn't let me fit in The Showering Pope. So uh, I had to shorten it. So I'll hopefully release episode 3 before New Year comes in. Be recording it hopefully tomorrow. But if I don't release it, I wish you all a happy new year and all the best.